Hello, darlings. It's your good buddy, Mr. J here. And I'm with my pals from the Superhouse podcast. They wanted me to extend their gratitude to all the listeners thus far. And seeing as how I'm a big fan, I took it upon myself to help them get more followers. <laughs> so if by the end of this episode there aren't 5,000 more listeners, I'm going to put these boys out of their misery. So if you like what you hear, tell a friend. And remember, the clock is ticking. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhouse episode 68. Take it away, Andrew. All right, first on the docket for this is uh, early Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 buzz. Extremely good. Everybody's loving it. Um, You guys got anything to say about that? Uh, Other than can't wait to see it? I mean, I had no doubts that James Gunn was going to turn in another fucking stellar uh, film. I mean... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're like when I saw the first trailer, I was like, ah, it didn't really grab me. But I'm, I was seeing that movie anyway. Like you could have just, <laughs> you could have just put up a poster with the track listings <laughs> yeah. of the song. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to see that shit. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's nice to be like, you know, that I'm gonna have a good time. In this movie, I felt like after Logan, I don't feel like I've really like seen anything that's like super big that I've been like, yeah, that was fucking amazing or yeah, that was fun. Much. That's that's why I go to the movies, you know, like Logan and then like A Cure Ghost. for Wellness was really good for like for my personal taste and then Life were two two movies that like a lot of people didn't see or just like got bad reviews. Um but I like but like the big stuff we once saw like none of it really like struck me as like, oh shit, I'm going to own that. Like I need to see that again over yeah. and over again like i doubt i'll ever i'll probably watch power rangers 10 years from now you know, <laughs> i probably won't see ghost in the shell again i'll probably just watch the anime to be honest yeah totally um yeah <laughs> and i'll watch anything else those guys like like the creators of that show like want to do or anything you know but it's just like it's nice that may 5th will be like at the drive-ins new albums drop and i'm gonna get a fucking good yes. movie as well so you know i'm super excited for that uh yeah, man. What comes out on May 5th? Guardians? Guardians does. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. And then also in May we get Alien Covenant, which I'm fucking psyched about. Nice. So. Me too. Yeah, that'll be But yeah, it's just, awesome. I, I'm also, the other thing I'm glad is that James Gunn is getting to direct the third one. Because I was like, man, let him finish his fucking trilogy. Like, He's the only one, man. True. No one else can do like, this. Well, yeah, because, well, they gave him a movie that they didn't think was going to be that good, and he was like, I'll fucking show you how to make a good fucking Marvel movie out of characters no one gives a shit about. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard that the new Guardians is uh, are a lot funnier than the last one, or they're saying it's like a lot of really good comedy in it. And my only complaint with the first Guardians, you know, after a long thing of like saying I don't like it, I don't like it, and then seeing it again, I like, I do, I really like it. <laughs> um but the one thing the one thing i wish is that it was like as funny as like some uh, as james gunn's earlier movies you know what i mean because he was known for that kind of like raunchy style of comedy and um i think maybe because he had to tone it down a little bit for guardians disney marvel um that there was maybe moments where he's like okay i'm just gonna focus on the sci-fi fun aspect of this thing and you know the jokes will come as they may so like i'm really hoping there's some like really good choice comedy stuff in 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 guardians to especially you know chris pratt being from parks and rec and like uh, dave batista is like shown like he's got really good timing and like 
he's been doing well. Like the whole cast is good. You know, Bradley Cooper's good at comedy too. So I don't know. I'm really excited to see how funny this is in particular to everything else. Cause you know, it's going to be like great effects. You know, the action is going to be awesome. You know, the scenery is going to be amazing. So it'd be nice to see him nail like some really choice comedy and like a big budget kind of like, you know, like, um, you know, design well, yeah. from the page to the screen kind of, kind of workflow. I mean, this isn't going to be Slither, and it's not going to be Super. Like, those <laughs> those two movies are low-budget, and they're made for a certain audience, and, like, there's, like, you know... Super, I, mean, I loved so much. I haven't seen Slither. Me, I'm probably, I'd probably like it. Slither is fucking yeah, great. Slither is But, like, great. when I go Sorry see Guardians, like... I know that's not happening. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I know that or Super is not going to happen. Uh, what does she I mean, say? Like... So juicy whenever she's on top of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, man, that, that shit was great. Uh, the only thing I gotta James say about Gunn. this particular item is that uh, fucking uh, seems like people are saying it's better than the first one, and holy fuck, dude! If that's if that's the case, that's amazing because that's a hard that's a high bar. Um, I mean, we've we'll all see. Seen sequels do better, so it, it can be done. I know, but it feel like it's been so long. Um, I'm trying to think. The last the sequel, like, well, the movie was real good, but the sequel was like, what the fuck? This is amazing. Dark Knight, maybe. Dark Knight yeah. fucking did it. Um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yep. That yeah, was that was that was good. Yeah, you're right. Warner Matrix Brothers Reloaded. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, now Two times better than dead. fucking uh, Ghost Rider 1. <laughs> That's a low bar. Now the a joke slightly is dead. It doesn't matter. It's still a good fucking sequel. You didn't say how 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 low the bar had to be set. <laughs> all right, right, all right. I've never seen it, so I have no, I have no comment. That's I, right. I, you know, I was being facetious. All right, here we go. Next one. In the news segment, Joss Whedon talks about why he chose Batgirl. He says, quote, She came up, and I started getting obsessed with how a young woman could get hardcore enough to need to put on the cowl like what's her damage she didn't have her parents <laughs> killed in an alley who is this person who decides rather than being forced to by their childhood trauma decides to pick up this decides to pick up this life how intense and driven that person is i just couldn't stop thinking about it what's her damage dude he's still living in the 90s bro hey there's nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that man i will take a buffy he is invented, fucking genius yeah he invented the pulp 90s that's true. <laughs> but um watch that yeah, first totally, season yeah. of Buffy, dude. That's the most 90 shit you will ever watch. Yeah. So it's good. hard to got, get through. Full disclosure, got, never seen it in my life. Uh you need to if you're Oh, it's so good. Whedon it's fan. so good. It's my the first amazing. Whedon thing I ever watched really was Well, I guess we saw fucking um uh, Serenity in college, but other than that, it was just Avengers. I I didn't, I didn't really know about Whedon at all until Avengers. He didn't really get in my radar personally. Yeah. I I'm a yeah. huge fan of Firefly. I think Maddie will there. Oh my god, fucking Firefly is one of the I gotta shows see it again. Time. I didn't. I wasn't really into it when I first saw it, but I think I gotta see it again. If you like fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, you better love fucking Firefly because it's the same <laughs> fucking thing, dude. <laughs> Just well, a less budget. budget. <laughs> yeah. I know. I get you. I I, yeah. I, I will give another it's, shot. I, you I don't... know, J- J- Joss Whedon's whole thing is the, that's why Firefly was so good. Is Joss Whedon's whole dynamic with characters is is 
people living on a spaceship basically <laughs> like you know right. think about dollhouse it's this interaction of characters buffy it's these interaction of these characters in this small kind of bubble you know all these characters are within these bubbles they don't extend out to the rest of the world the way like the avengers do or whatever um i think about, like we I mean, dialogue like in avengers the thing i know mainly is yeah it, it, it's i like it it's it's so quippy it's like so perfectly everybody seems like they can seem like they're all written by the same person which is yeah. true, but you don't you don't want to let that. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to explain. There's a fine line there between being very stylistic and having a style, and then stepping over that and everybody kind of sounding the same. Like for example, whenever Sam Jackson's talking to Loki in the beginning, yeah. and there's that dialogue where he says, "Does a does a is a is the boot scared of an ant or something like that?" Yeah. And then and then Sam Jackson Sam Jackson goes, "Do you intend to step on us?" And like I just felt like that dialogue was like four lines too long. I mean, yeah. it, it was all it was all good, but it was yeah. like, dude, this this is you're leaning into this too much, man. It was it was his post astonishing X Men run. You know what I mean? Like he just had he, at that point he had reduced his own style to like a thick syrupy, you know, like. That was a good run. I like that run time, too. Yeah. Astonishing X-Men. It's, it's, it's good, yeah. And then when you when you you know you get to Avengers, like what you're saying, like sometimes it's just a little too uh, aware of itself, I guess. So aware that it becomes less organic. Right, right, exactly. That's you know, that's becomes, that's a good way to put it. Then you're like, I know I'm watching a comic book movie, but now I feel like I'm watching a comic book. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, you're you're getting in the area. Of, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I can't explain how I'm think about I this. I really, but... I really want to go back and read the last few years of Batgirl when she got the new costume, the purple and yellow. He's basing it on the I new really... Fifty Two one, apparently. I, I really, specifically is that, is that the New Fifty Two. That that's the one we're talking uh, Joss about. Right? Whedon, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon's Batgirl is going to be New Fifty Two, not Rebirth, yeah. not, of course, not right, Oracle right. shit. Yeah, it's it it's that Rebirth run. As far as as far as I heard, I gotta I gotta get me some of that because I've like I'm really excited about the prospect of a female Batman essentially. You know what I mean? Like her own story, but like especially with him, it's, it kind of reinvigorates his whole thing. You know what I mean? Because after Age of Ultron, it seemed like people kind of soured on him in the in the geek verse. I mean, dude, he yeah. how how do you, or, or, you know kind of like send send him to the side? You know what I mean? How do you keep that up? I mean, that's fever pitch exactly. from yeah, Avengers. Exactly. I mean, yeah. ushering in a new fucking age. Yeah. I mean, I know fucking Favreau and shit made the, made in two thousand eight with Iron Man one. I get it, but True. yeah, but he was you know he he had, modern he handled that MCU. shit after him. I mean, Whedon's the next guy. Him and Feige, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, he handled that shit real well, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and now you know, like what they were saying with this news is like it's such a power play for him. You know the 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 guy who helped build what the MCU is now is now on a DC movie on a Batman movie, um, and I think it echoes what the, the comic book episode. writers have been doing. The comic book writers for right. ages have been going across companies, Marvel or yeah. DC. Just whenever the fucking there's no who cares about loyalty, except for Stan Lee, right, or Jack Kirby back in the day. Like, but they yeah. started that shit. But everybody else, they kind of hop back and forth a lot of the time. Yeah you know, whatever the just project by project. So I think it's interesting to see the movies, movie universes start to echo this Marvel's biggest guy going across the pond to DC. 
By the way, Marvel calls has been calling DC their distinguished competition for nice. for the longest time. It seems like they're trying to give them like a little boost, you know. <laughs> Maybe. Like, come on, come on, like you know, you know, good competition fuels good good product, you know, like that's not. A yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be like, you know, and, and you, the thing is, is like DC is making their money. They're making money. They made a ton of money off of Suicide Squad because most people didn't know what the fuck. I, I know. I looked at it. Dude, it made money. They got enough for a so, sequel. So you're always going to go see a Batman movie. You're always going to shell out money, and especially after Man of Steel, because like I'm not the biggest fan of Man of Steel. I should watch it again, to be fair. But yeah, I get it. I've had some people say they But you know, like all the, you know, all the it's criticism like, and eh, stuff like blah, whatever. Blah, blah. Yeah, I remember friends coming back from that movie and being like, that's one of the most incredible movies I've ever seen. You know, it fulfilled this dreamlike kind of reality for them enough so that they were like, this shit is dope. And that, you know, that helped kick something off. And anytime you see Batman, you're going to pay for that shit. And, you know, like, even the prospect of seeing the joke was enough to get most people's fucking money, you know, and, and you know, Harley. Oh, for sure. I mean, there was a but... scene where Batman's chasing the Joker... Batmobile versus Joker mobile or some shit like that's yeah. you want to see that comic book shit you know that's some cool yeah. shit they fucked it up mostly but dude they were <laughs> dude there was a po- supposedly some cut scenes where Batman has a fucking uh, power saw of some kind uh, opening what? his fucking roof his car roof to get oh, in shit. yeah the fucking Damn. um his name is Richard Citrone he was the stunt man in the bat suit and Oh, he wow. he was on top of the car, and he said this in another podcast, yeah. actually. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, that it for that. Man, I have a bunch yeah, of shit, I'll, dude. We can I'll, keep going, man. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but let's move on. All right, maybe it's oh, going to be... I don't get to say oh, what oh, I think about bad girls. Oh, oh. I didn't, I didn't sorry, know. Sorry, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Eh, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> you guys said a lot of shit, so we can just yeah, move on. Sorry. Just Maddie, just fucking butt in, man. Just we're we're yeah. yeah. Don't worry, we'll we'll shut up. Okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. Word. Uh, Maddie, you go first on this next one, and what? maybe maybe if you don't have to say much, then maybe we'll just go to the next one after that. But uh, Cloak and Dagger trailer released. Uh, I watched that. Uh, did you guys get a chance to see that one? Uh. Didn't watch it. Don't care. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good, actually. I no, think it looks I, fucking awesome. I read that it was kind of teeny, and I was just like, "All right, whatever. I'll get to Check it." Check it out. It, it had a other... like it had a Stranger Things kind of vibe. Not not really. Not totally. Mm. Not totally. Not totally. But it's got it's a it's, bold you know, statement, it's like, it's, sir. I know what you're saying. Eighties. Okay. Not eighties, but it's got like the youth kind of aspect to it. You know, it's very YA, but. What they're doing looks really cool. Like immediately after the first trailer, I was like, "This!" I like I w- I was excited about Cloak and Dagger in a way that I wasn't excited about Iron Fist. You know, like I still want to watch Iron Fist. Haven't watched it yet. Have no problems, qualms with it, other than what I've heard. But that you know, like what's kept me from it is just like the lack of interest mostly. That's a whole other conversation, bro. I've seen the right okay, anyway. That, that, yeah. that's, <laughs> but Cloak and Dagger. Oh, when I when I saw Cloak and Dagger trailer, <clears throat> I was just I was excited. I was just like, this looks cool. I like the you know, like I like the white girl character. I like that they're young. I like the black, like the white and black going together. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be cool, man. I think it looks like a really good start for whatever they got planned i'm not too familiar with the characters but just seeing me the images, just seeing the images i was familiar with within the trailer i was like oh i like this i'm gonna go look at some cloak and dagger shit i'll get back to you when this shit is re- 
released, and now I know about Freeform. I, I know, I know, right? I didn't know about Freeform either, but yeah, I gotta say, I, I don't know shit about it, but the trailer got me. I will check out at least the first episode. Yeah, for sure. Successful trailer, Freeform. Good job. All right, moving on. Uh, and uh, Matty, you can take the first comments too on this one as well. But uh, Thor Ragnarok trailer marks biggest debut for Marvel and Disney. Unbelievable. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, this stuff doesn't like. I don't know. I don't care about that. Like, how many people view some shit? Like, if I watch it and go, "Oh yeah, cool. I'm gonna go see that. It's got my money. That's all I care about." So yeah, like I don't care how many people are watching shit. I was when people got real excited about it because you don't see a lot of horror movies like doing that well trailer wise or even like hearing about it. Most time horror films are just kind of under yeah. the radar, but it is like. I don't know what the fuck people like. It's just weird that it like got so many views. But that's the last one I like cared about. Like, yeah, of course, Thor. Everything Marvel fucking does or DC does is gonna get a fucking shit ton of views. I mean, it's but just I like think the I world think we live in. What's What's interesting about this one though is that it got more than Spider Man. Yeah, how, yeah it's, how, so, it's something. How new. did that it doesn't? Uh, I mean, it doesn't look like Spider Man. You know. Yeah. It doesn't look like anything that's out there. If you had to compare it to something, it'd be Guardians, but I don't think it looks like that either. So, yeah. right. I, just, to me, I mean, people to me are that... ready to see the Thor, uh, to see Hulk again. I think they're ready for Thor again. You know, right. something different. Because I, I honestly, I think Doctor Strange is like a forgettable film. You know, yeah. like I, who else is talking about fucking Doctor Strange at this point? My you girlfriend. Know? Like I, I, Doctor Strange is the Iron Fist of this MCU. Well, I mean, she she loves the fuck out of Doctor Strange, bro. Well, I mean that's fine, but it's just like in our conversations on this podcast, yeah, we never once bring up Doctor Strange. We bring up Man of Steel and Suicide Squad more than we bring up a halfway decent movie. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I think, um, uh, so just, like yeah, I feel I, like. I, I, sorry, I think I, I think it speaks to the topic actually. You know, like the frequency at which like we're mentioning certain movies and certain other movies. Um, with the Thor Ragnarok trailer, it's cool because it kind of, it kind of, what it's saying is that you know they're doing a certain amount of things right for what's hitting right now, for what's like, right, interesting to the masses, and so like that's pretty cool. Like, anytime I've talked about that with anybody in the last week, it's been like a lot of excitement. You just because you just, it's a grab bag full of like all these crazy things, and you just don't really know what you're gonna get. Um, so hopefully it's good. Like, I remember the second Thor trailer came out. Most people slept on that shit. Yeah, Uh, nobody gave a shit. You know, it has everything to do with the marketing of it. You know, that that font, the Ragnarok font, it's so poppy. It's so colorful. It's so, like, you just want to eat it up, you know? (laughs) So. Right. So, yeah, that's... That that's cool. It's it's cool to again, like you know, like fact is stranger than fiction. You never know what's gonna be the next fucking. Oh my god, that's fucking amazing. You know. So yeah. Indeed. All right, moving on to the next one, real quick. Uh, uh, hold on, what does it say here? Uh, Fate of the Furious. <laughs> this is this relates to Star Wars. Fate of the Furious had a bigger opening than Force Awakens, and it's also interesting because it was it it made less than a hundred million in. America, which is just kind of lukewarm for the series, but it still beat out Force Awakens because of the fucking um, worldwide box office. Oh wow! So Fate of the Furious worldwide is more popular than Star Wars, at least right. You know that makes or, sense though. It's crazy, man. People are nuts about cars, you know. And <laughs> I mean, it's America. Car related. Like they fucking love cars. And China, man. 
Jesus. China and Russia and fucking everywhere you go. Like people could probably people most people in foreign countries are probably like down to watch car chases over beginning part of a, some kind of like strange new mythology they're not familiar with. You know, like seems like with the Furious movies you could kind of jump in anywhere. Right. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and, and and get the same kind of enjoyment factor out of it. it um could, I saw oh sorry, go ahead a minute. Uh, oh, it could just be that people are you know, they've they've been seeing a lot of fantasy action films and they kind of just want like Marvel comics and all yeah. this shit and they're kind of just ready for anything different at this point, you know? Fantasy car action rather than superhero Well, I mean, action. it's more ba- like I mean, it's no one has superpowers in that. I mean, they just have right, cars right, right. that are like decked out. Like, yeah, I mean, you have to suspend your belief on a lot of shit the action that happens in that movie, but you know, I mean, it, I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm sure people just wanted something different and they're like, "Fuck yeah, let's go see this movie." It's not a fucking superhero right. movie. Yeah, it's something different. For sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we got this week, I think. We got to see our first photo of the Punisher with the skull symbol on his body armor. Did you guys see that pic? Uh, yeah. What are you guys thinking of that so far? I think it looks cool. I can't wait for that shit. Dude, I yeah. fucking can't wait. He was my favorite part of uh, season two of Daredevil. Yeah. A whole season of just that. Is he going to be fighting Jigsaw? And, Who knows? And it's, and it's got that beautiful redhead. I forgot what her name is from, from both Daredevil seasons. She's going to be, I think, a pretty prominent character in Punisher. Uh, I have to go back and see who that is. I don't know who you're talking about offhand. No, she's like she's the main the, girl in it. Yeah, the main She's the main girl, girl in Daredevil who works with the uh, lawyer people. The Daredevil She's, fucking... Yeah. Daredevil Shawty. secretary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Was... I know. Uh, I Bro, forgot her I name. She was in True Blood. Her. Oh. <laughs> oh, she was, wasn't she? I love that chick. Stephen's the more crushing. I can see her on TV, the better. And fucking... I used to not like um, John Bernthal that much. I used to think he was a douche. I saw me and Earl and the dying girl, and I hated it. I hated his part in it. As the teacher, I was like, "This guy fucking overdoes it all the time. This shit sucks. I can't stand John Bernthal." And then he fucking comes out with like the best iteration of the li- on-screen Punisher you could have. That whole prison scene where they're fucking where he takes oh, his dudes out God. and the guy's bloody skull on his on his chest and shit like that. I was like, "Oh, more of this, please." He's got that whole like you know he's he's hurt from PTSD thing really well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm I, I mean, a bad motherfucker, man. I, fuck, I really man. love John Bernthal now, like I really do. I love seeing that skull in the fucking body armor, dude. I I can't fucking wait. Yeah. He ain't no uh, Tom Jane. No, that's for sure. I've seen Tom Jane <laughs> in person. Very special place in my heart, that Mr. Thomas Jane. Yeah. That, I, I that, think if uh, I think Tom Jane was amazing too, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a Tom Jane in a better Punisher movie would have been fucking awesome. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you remember the, that the good parts of that Punisher movie are like, fuck, man, this could have been great. I know, you know? I know, did, man. Did you guys see that short film where he tried to kind of reboot laundry day? in his yeah laundry yeah. day? Yeah, Dirty so laundry, tight, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. Was, if somehow we could get the Punisher in the Deadpool universe, like that might be that might work out just fine. Oh, I'm, dude, that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for this like hard R fucking. I am too. Like a lot of people are like, we don't need to go there. We don't need to go there. Fuck that. Let's go there. Yeah, like let's see. Like instead of Deadpool, because Deadpool's rated R, but it's funny. Like I want to see just the hard R. That's like, nope. I'm not joking around. I might say one joke in ten episodes, but that's it. I'm killing (laughs) motherfuckers for the rest of it. Yeah. Well, the fact that the way that they they portray the Punisher in the 
in in the season two of Daredevil was like he was a terrorist. Yeah. Like I the, I got the, like the terrorist gray line, vibes. The gray area, the thin line between hero and terrorist. <laughs> yeah, like, mean, some, like like somebody shooting somebody through a window, like a in the middle of another fucking like scene that they're having, like yeah. something about that man. I just thought that was just so cool. It, well, I love in the comics anytime Punisher shows up, he's like a force to be reckoned with, even though he's human. Like he yeah, has right? no special powers, he just fucking destroys shit, <laughs> and he's good yeah. at it. That's it. But like yeah. when he shows up in a Marvel comic, it's like even the heroes like are like, ah, oh, fuck, why is Punisher here? You know, it's like this motherfucker gets shit done. <laughs> so isn't there that one scene in Civil War where he's uh, Captain America's beating the shit out of him because of something he said or something, and then uh, he kills someone or something happens. Like he does because they call him in to do like his Punisher thing, and then he does it, and then Captain America's like, why the fuck do we do that? And he's like, well, you asked me to do this shit. And then Captain America beats the shit out of him. And then and he, he won't like, fight back. And then he's like, why won't you fight back? And then he goes, not you. Never yeah. you. Because, yeah. you know, he's a vet himself. And he's he, he will not fuck with Captain America. Yeah. Nice. Punisher <laughs> <laughs> you know, is so cool. And I think John Bernthal is like, I liked him in Fury, I think, was like the one thing I really liked him in. Like, I Oh, he was great. That. I still got to watch um, that. Next Stefan, movie. are you kidding me, bro? You got to see Fury, man. That's this right, fucking that's shit. That's my next one. That's my next one. I promise. But, uh, I saw that with week. Johnson, dude. I, really? When Johnson was living in L.A. and, and I said, Johnson, I said, Johnson, you want to see this movie? And he said, It's a Brad Pitt tank movie, man. Of course, I'm seeing this movie. <laughs> disc, disc, disc. I'm not noticing a significant spike in subscribers. That's too bad. I really like these boys. Did I forget to mention that you could find Superhouse on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes? Check the description of this episode for all the grisly details. Why not donate to their Patreon? After all, their families will need to bury them with something. <laughs> Joker, you, you don't have to do this, please. Don't do this. Don't upstage me, boy. After all, my craft is my obsession. So don't push your luck. All right, quick pivot to uh, the next one. Um, James Gunn also confirmed the... F- that Guardians has not one, two, or three, or even four, but five post-credit sequences. This is fucking insane. I, should go I, first hope, on this one. I, I hope they're all just like one of them's like a legit, but then the rest of them are just jokes. Totally. <laughs> yeah, like he's just like, stay tuned, and you're like, ah, oh, god damn it. And then you watch the next <laughs> one. He's like, and maybe more, and then you're like, God motherfucker, because we're gonna watch them all. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just a joke at this point because like what the fuck movie i went and saw something like every time star like like rogue one when it ended people stayed and i was like this isn't fucking marvel calm the fuck down like i got right. up and left i knew like if, if a <laughs> star like wars has a post credit <laughs> if star wars has a post credit scene star wars is dead to me hey because i go and see a star point. wars movie i need it to end like it, it, right, if it's right, part right. of a trilogy i need like the last jedi it should end that's that movie. It's done. I don't need to get me set up for the next one. I'm waiting for that teaser trailer. As much as I complain about like, oh, fuck, it's getting closer to time. I need the teaser. You know, like, <laughs> why the fuck haven't I gotten it? Like, I love that weight. I want it. I don't need anything else. Yeah. Um, there's something else I saw, too, where people like it was pretty popular and people were waiting for. Oh, I think Logan was the other one. I was like, man, this is Wolverine's story. It's done. There's nothing. You know, not until we get a new Wolverine cast and a new X-Men or however the fuck they want to do that, you know. But right. it was yeah. just like, 
I, I think I love it because it's such a James Gunn thing to do. Yeah. Like, because I'm sure he hates it too. I'm sure when they're like, we'll post, because I'm sure Marvel's like, oh, what post credit scenes do you want to do? And they probably give him a list of like 10 to gear us up for something, which will probably be Infinity War or something like that. Yeah. Or whatever. Or get us, like, have another character show up or for Thor Ragnarok or something. Who knows? But, like, I'm sure he's just like, God damn it. I don't even want to shoot this shit. Unless it's, like, something <laughs> with his characters in it. Because, like, the whole, like, baby group dancing in the pot. Like, that's cute. I'll stay around for that. But I don't necessarily need you to set me up for the next movie I'm already going to see. Yeah. So, like, I think it's... <laughs> I, I definitely true. think it's a jab. And it's, like... It's funny because it's taking it a step further than the Deadpool one, where Deadpool's like, "You can go now," you know, like, yeah. "Get the fuck out of here!" I'm just taking a shit. Like, it, it, why it, are you guys still in the theater? It'd be cool to see something like the shawarma scene from at the end of Age of, Age of Ultron, where they just no first Avengers a, or the first one. Okay, good, that's better than actually. Um, yeah, when they just go and get some fucking shawarma and they're just sitting there, I love that because it wasn't a tease for anything, but it was different. It was like, it was like a what if issue. You know, all yeah. of a sudden or something. Well, that, that's. Okay. It would oh, sorry, be cool go ahead. to see. It would be cool to see some like if there's five of them. Like there's got to be a couple of them. Like Maddie's saying, like maybe like jokey or whatever. But it would be cool to see those heroes in situations that you're not going to get to see them in throughout a whole entire film. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the, the thing is, like people started started to make fun of Marvel for doing these post credit sequences. But for me, it never bothered me whatsoever because I love again, it. we're we're seeing a visual interpretation of a comic book. To me, I view it as like that last panel. It's like to be continued in the next yeah. issue. Like that's that's totally. what it is. That's what it is to me. It's that big splash screen or that's splash page. I'm not. You know, I, and, I'm not and I don't. I, I don't need. It. I don't need every movie to do it. I really don't. But if yeah. it's a comic book movie, I can totally see it. I don't care. A lot of people made fun of it. Even Chris. Even Christopher Nolan made fun of it at one point. He was like. Yeah. He he he's had something that was like anti Marvel about the post credits thing, but I think with the five that James Gunn's doing, he might go meta with it, you know, like what you guys are saying, where yeah. where he's making fun of post credit scenes at that point. And I could see I could see him doing that, and I'm sure I'll laugh my ass off. It might be more Howard <laughs> the Duck shit, or it might be like oh, like yeah. five different, That'd uh, five cool. different like crazy or crazy Marvel characters that we never thought we'd see on screen. Yeah. Just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. There you go, motherfucker. You never thought you'd see that shit. And... I want to see the Silver Surfer. Oh, God, I lose my mind. I love the Silver Surfer. Fuck. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Marvel doing it. It's like what I expect from Marvel. It's right. It's just like when you go, when you just go see a movie and you're like, no, it's not a Marvel movie. And then people are just waiting. You're like, the, it's over. Like, get the fuck right, out. Right, 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 right. Like, yeah. I just feel like it's like people expect it now. Like, they want, like, well, we paid. Fifteen dollars to see this movie. We need a post credit yeah. sequence, and it's like, true, true, true. like yeah. I just don't nowadays think it should be so, expected. Yeah. Well, nowadays people like us are so privy to that information, but before right, right, you know, right. Mo mo most people are just like, yeah, they're just like they don't. It's, you know, like every movie they're gonna go to from now on is gonna be like, there's probably gonna be something right after. Like you never know. Just like don't leave. <laughs> it's like which might also, be genius because like you're sitting through the whole movie and seeing all yeah. the people who work to make this fucking shit. That's the thing too, right? True. That's the thing yeah. too that gets people some to of them, read the credits at least a little bit. Some of them yeah. don't even go through the like. I remember when they used to be you had to watch all the credits to see it. Now it's like yeah. the main splash of like, oh, cool, we spent a little money on these like post credit scenes. It, it, then it yeah. happens, and then it's the run, and it's like, oh, it's I can after leave. the main titles. Yeah, so the main title actors or whatever. Yeah, so um, I feel like I'm sure some. 
a bunch of people complained and were like, oh, I don't want to sit through another. I got to get somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah I, well, like, I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, I anything James Gunn wants to throw my way, I will eat it up. I know, right? It's fucking everything's been so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, ding dongs. I mean, I don't, trauma movies yeah. are hard to get through, but Tromeo and Juliet's pretty fun. So, yeah, which is to- James Toxic Gunn written. A- Toxic Avenger, bro. Yeah, that well, needs I mean, a reboot, dude. That would be amazing. James Gunn doing a reboot of Toxic Avenger, I'd watch that shit. Well, Versus the Killer Tomatoes. Kind of these... uh, yeah. Let's just get a Toxic Avenger first, like full <laughs> costume, man. <laughs> then we can send him in more, kind of, more gross out of the shit. killer tomatoes. That's what I need more of. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I want this Duh. in theaters, man. Like, it could be straight to DVD for all I care. <laughs> I loved Toxic Avenger oh, and Killer Tomatoes when I was a kid, bro. That was like the most horror shit I got into. Yeah, was that yeah. shit? I was tomatoes. So, it was like Toxic it was like Avenger and superhero-y. So that's why I liked it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I love Class of Newcom High. Whew. Yeah, a glute, those trauma films are fucking amazing. All right, next Some one. Of them, yes, this is Some of them, yeah. <laughs> second to last one because the last one's a doozy. Um, filming has begun on Activision's Rampage movie starring The Rock. Uh, can <laughs> you believe we're living in this world, bro? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love I love the Rampage video game. Is what I'm uh, I suspecting that it's being based off of. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And Rock is big on, well, I don't know how many he's been in, but like just say it again. You broke up on my um, side. Rock has been in what? Oh, sorry. So the, the Rock was in San Andreas, that like disaster porn kind of thing. He seems to fit well in that kind of universe. Yeah. So how about you take Kong from Kong Skull Island? Um, uh huh. Atrocious film, and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you know you mash him up with San Andreas and have him bashing some buildings down and the Rock like give him a bazooka like that sounds like a good Rock movie to me. I said something earlier today to Andrew about the Rock being like like Jason Statham or just these like these like personality lists like fucking you know like Tonka trucks of actors or something like (laughs) you know what I mean it's just like like I don't give a shit about the rock anymore I thought for a time it'd be like oh like rise G.I. Joe rise of Cobra is a movie I enjoy I really like that one I enjoy the first one to be honest um but yeah the second one is fucking awesome it's like G.I. Joe that shit was dope snake eyes scene is fucking awesome anyway the rock was in that that's cool cool and so I was like, oh, maybe The Rock will, like, you know, corner some kind of market or whatever. But all I see is fucking Baywatch. All I see is fucking Ballers. And, I mean, I don't know if Ballers is good. Probably pretty good. Um, but I just don't really care about The Rock that much. And then I hear about another fucking Rock film. I'm like, ah, whatever. But I also did like Rampage as a kid. So I'm going to keep an eye on this one, boys. Yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> liked, I've liked The Rock because I like the, per- the... It might be the, the, the first the- good video game adaptation. <laughs> the, like the positivity that 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 is comes out of the rock. I mean, if you yeah. see a lot of stuff he posts online, he's very very positive person. Yeah, that true. stuff. Is I read really... his book when I was a kid. He was my dude, man. I fucking oh, I watched really? WWF, WWE. His whole like the, the the whole run that the Rock was in the WWF was like that was I loved that. That was he was like right. a hero. And that but shit. I mean, like, there's a reason that he's so. There's a reason he got this far. But yeah, yeah. I think a lot I, of it's I still just like over, the guy. I still like the guy. But it's it's overexposure, I think, because he's just yeah. doing too many fucking movies. I will us... not be watching Baywatch. That's for fucking sure. 
You guys hate but the trailer. There's nudity I, I, in it. It's I don't, so I don't, awful. I don't hate the trailer. I'm not rushing out to the fucking theater to see it. Yeah, you are. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you are, Andrew. I already, you you know already got going. your keys in your hand. <laughs> you already pre-ordered those tickets. <laughs> On Regal Crown Club. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't see, I mean, I, honestly, I didn't. I never. I'll probably not see it, but I didn't like hate the chips trailer. I'm not probably not going to uh, see it, but I didn't hate it, bro. I don't hate it. I didn't hate it. I'm just kidding. How are you even on this podcast, Andrew? God, it had some. I don't know. I I I haven't seen it, and I'm not rushing to see it. But I didn't watch it, hating the trailer at the same time. Baywatch. Andrew, and now you have feature. to you have to rent chips. And Baywatch, yeah. and we you want have a to full review, review them on here for the Super yes. House. Yes, I, I, I would see Baywatch before I see Chips. <laughs> yeah, honestly, right, really yeah, because of the Rock, yeah. duh. And Zac Efron. <laughs> Bro reviews with. <laughs> I have never in my life seen anything that Efron has been in. I've, he's only I've only seen him in trailers of shit. Bro cinema. <laughs> I've never seen Neighbors. In... I've never seen Glee. Oh, I, I watch Neighbors. I watch some of Neighbors. Yeah. I like Efron is movies. famous, but I've yeah. never seen a fucking thing he's been in. Not yeah. one fucking he, movie. He reminds me of um, who's that motherfucker from? He's on Parks and Rec most recently, but he's been in a lot of shit in the '80s. Really handsome guy. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. I was thinking Rob Lowe too. Yeah. yeah, that's who Zac Efron reminds me of, and I'm like, I think I'll be into Zac Efron when he's like in his early fifties. <laughs> Rob Lowe has this great uh, thing I, I I heard on uh, NPR actually. Yeah. He said that um, Hollywood works like this. He'll literally be coming home in real life from from coaching his daughter's basketball game. Uh-huh. And then when he gets home, he'll get a call saying he didn't get the part for basketball coach because he doesn't look the part. <laughs> <laughs> but but in real life, you know, he's actually doing it. You know, so it doesn't matter if it's real. Everything. It matters about what the perception is. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the last one is the big one we talked about this week, which is uh, Mark Hamill saying that shit about Ryan Johnson. What exactly which, did he say? For the listener, that's a good. I'm so glad you asked, uh, Stefan. <laughs> I don't actually have the exact quote, but he said that I, I pretty yeah. much fundamentally disagree with everything you've decided about my character. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty spot on. Luke, Sta- Luke Skywalker saying that to the director of uh, Last Jedi, uh, which is Ryan Johnson, director of Looper, before that, and, 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 and Brothers and Bloom and whatever the fuck, who also wrote the script for Episode Seven. What do you think about it, Matty? Episode seven, really? He wrote it for seven? Or I mean eight, my bad. Eight, eight, eight. eight. yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan Johnson wrote eight. Take Fuck Ryan Johnson. But <laughs> <laughs> blow, I'm sorry. First of all, changing the Are you fucking kidding so me? Changing the scar on fucking Kylo Ren because he thought it looked funny? <laughs> Are you fucking like what how is he gonna like he has to write this into the fucking script now? Or he's just going to try to, like, glance it off as, like, oh, that didn't happen. Because that's a pretty big fucking scar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like she, she uh, like, grazed him barely with the fucking lights. Like, uh that shit tore me up. And then... How much Mark did Hamilton, he change it, though? That's yeah, it's question. just a scar across his eye, and it goes yeah. through his cheek. And, like, it doesn't go through his eye. 
It goes like around like his it's, nose it's and up through Tyrion, that area. It's like a Tyrion style scar from from yeah. Game of Thrones. I'm gonna be honest with you. Force I've only I, I saw Force Awakens in the theater two or three times. I haven't seen it since. Forgot entirely about the scar. I didn't know get out anything. of my house. I didn't know <laughs> get that. out of my house. I didn't know <laughs> anything about house. this scar until this controversy came up. <laughs> I just I don't like I don't understand it. Like I I, I, I mean kinda... it's set, it's set up just like go with it like. You're that you're that pissed. You, you hate it that much. You have to change it in the script. Like, how you hate fucking your like so much, Ryan Johnson. I mean, I don't think anyone cared about it till he made a point to care about it. You know, like I don't think I would ever. I don't think I would ever watch this movie and go, you know what, that scar does look funny. Like that scar is fucking with me. Like I hate this movie now because yeah. of that one weird fucking scar. Like it just it makes me agree with everything Stefan said about like just like how picky he's probably going to be about this mm-hmm. fucking movie and like not like i feel like he's going to drain the fun out of it and Possibly, like yeah. also yeah. with mark hamill yeah. saying what mark hamill said and then also daisy ridley yeah. said about her character ray and like yeah. their relationship also makes me like yeah. all stefan's fears about just mark hamill's character being old old man logan throughout the entire thing it's like, God damn it, man. Like, I want some hope in yeah. this fucking movie. Yeah. You know, like, fucking um, Daisy Ridley also said that she had a meeting. I think, anyway, she had a meeting with somebody about the scripts because she yeah. had her reservations. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> it's just like, Stefan's right. Smarmy fucking... little guy. I think, uh, you know, in terms of the scar, I don't completely disagree with changing it or whatever for aesthetic quality um I'm, but what i'm hoping is it just smaller but in the ho- same position or yeah what? i i hope it's not like it's not a the same position the it's anakin scar yeah what i what i hope is that maybe there's more to it down below if there was more to it in the jaw area going up into the eye like that that'd be kind of cool if he's like turned ugly by it in some way i would be okay with i that think what like, happened okay, was is he he gave him a sexy scar <laughs> Yeah, that, you know, that, like that, that to make him look well, cool maybe, or yeah, more evil. Well, well, maybe yeah, and like mirroring the Hayden Christensen look. And what if Snoke sort of heals him, but it only heals him a little bit, if and then later to take, he'd have to cut him later in an entirely in story, different place. Later, to, later if, on in the story, yeah. uh, that scar gets even worse than it was before, and he starts turning all Sith Lord like. If you glows. have to, if I have to watch a small segment about why it's fucking scar change in this fucking movie, <laughs> fuck this fucking movie. That's not why I came to see this fucking think, Star Wars uh, movie. You know, like it's it's it's. I can't believe you're taking Ryan Johnson's side right now. Stephen. I don't have even a barely as much with. I yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm crazy. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm surprised about this as well. Yeah. I don't have as much of a problem with the scar as I do um, Mark Hamill's comments. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, the scars. Making the, the scars me nervous. A tangent, actually. Yeah, making me nervous. It's just like it's one other thing on top of that. Like after I read the scar, I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. I was like, ah, oh, that kind of perturbs me a little bit because, like, I, I don't know. Like, and in an age of where we're trying to stay pretty, like, I get when Star Wars came out, no one thought that movie was going to do do anything. Like, yeah. no one knew what the fuck was going to happen. So if anything changes in between that and Empire, it's like, well, we got more of a budget and we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. But it's like, you have Disney fucking laying out this Lucasfilm, this whole thing. And it just, and after Mark Hamill, like, saying his reservations about the character, his character, and I'm like, you're talking to, it's not like Mark Hamill just came into the role and was like, I guess I'll play Luke Skywalker now. You know, he's been, he's been Luke Skywalker 
forever, you know? Like, he right. knows this character better than, I would assume, Ryan Johnson, you know? Uh, just because Mark Hamill is a big comic book fan, he loves all the same shit all the fans do, you know? And I don't know if Ryan Johnson uh, even likes Star Wars All right, that much. here's, a, here's yeah. another thing. I'm going to throw out another counter-argument. I'm playing devil's advocate, okay? There's a possibility that... Mark Hamill has always wanted to explore Luke's dark side, and then I'm Ryan, fine with that. They've done but then Ryan Johnson, so Ryan that, Johnson does not want to do that. So he's saying he yeah. disagrees with what he did with this character because he kept him just a Jedi the whole time. True, true. Um, I think. I mean, I no, think with uh, with with that in particular, um, you, you know, Mark Hamill has been been historically outspoken about the character since the beginning. He's in interviews. He's never held back about what he thinks would be best for the character and this and that. Um, my fear is that again, it would be like too brooding. Like you know, Luke to me is the new hope. You know, yeah, yeah. He, he is he's the new hope. There's something about him. When I first saw him at the end of Force Awakens, I'm like, I was like, where have you been, my friend? Like, <laughs> let's figure this shit out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking to him. Because at this point, he's the only one that knows about the Force, and I don't want, I don't want the consequences, or well, I don't want the first three films to be all for naught, for it all to have been lost, you know. And at this point, it has been in Force Awakens. Everything like they don't even think the Jedi are real anymore. They thought Luke Skywalker's a myth. So I, I like the exploratory fact, and I, I wouldn't mind some dark side stuff because it was like um dark empire was really great story and in, in mm -hmm. exploring some of that you know which would be cool and it seems like that's a popular pivot point in this universe to kind of maybe put some attention on um I, yeah but it's just like yeah it's just like it's like what maddie was saying it's like not one of those things that like gives you any more confidence when you know like i don't know about everybody else but i fucking you know like I, I i was the second i found out ryan johnson had any part of this i was like oh that kind of taints it for me it's just like <laughs> You know, um, so and it's not just the Ryan Johnson thing. It's just like, you know, there's a lot of considerations to be made here. Part of the time, I think Disney's kind of like, let's fan the fires a little bit so we can throw people off the scent. Here's the other thing. He's training Ray. So if he's mm -hmm. turning dark, does that affect her training or does he train yeah. her in the light side? And then maybe in the last part of the movie, he turns dark. I and then now listen, she's got to fight. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I don't think Luke is going to go dark. This is just not going to happen. If we, ha if we had Luke Skywalker in more films, yeah, that would have been a great turn to see, like, in the fucking 90s or something. That would have been fucking dope. But we, didn't have, we don't have those films. We only have novels and graphic novels. Now, what they should, like, which I just, there are other characters that can go, that are already dark, like Kylo Ren, that could come back to the good side, which I think would be the smart choice. That would be interesting, and and you know, well, because are, it, they, to, are they hinting at that with the crushed mask? I mean, I who knows what the fuck? Like um, questions abound. Just, I just I'm kind of with Stefan. Like I want Luke Skywalker to be who has lost his way a little bit, and he needs another new hope. He was the new hope. Now he needs a new hope, which is Ray. Right. To right, re right. like because yeah. I don't I like if he's just brooding the whole fucking time, or if like Mark Hamill wanted him to be brooding the whole time. Whole, the entire film and Ryan Johnson was like, no, you're going to be fucking Luke Skywalker in New Hope. Then <laughs> Ryan Johnson, thank you very much. But, you know, uh, I just, I don't, I don't care to see any of like the old cast go and go, 
you know, go against their character type at this point. Like, I want to yeah. see Luke Skywalker be a fucking Jedi. Like, I want to get that. Right, right, I want right. him to be reinvigorated and be like, oh, you know what? I am pretty fucking powerful. And, like, you know, him fight Kylo oh. or have a Snoke oh. battle or something like that. Like, <laughs> I want to see that. I don't want him to die at this movie. I would really like for him not to die on the third fucking film. No, I want, like, yeah. I, I want, like, Grandpa, fucking Super Grandpa Skywalker, you know? Like... Yeah, Ray has to like. Yeah, I just what I want is that run of like when Han had like, like when they had more kids in the books. Like it wasn't just like they had Kylo and that's it, and whoever Ray turns out kid, whoever she is in the series. Yeah, like I want more kids. Like the the thing I want is a rebirth of Jedi and Sith. Like I want a universe. I want like old Republic shit again because we've barely seen that. Like we saw it in like the prequels a little bit, but. That's what I hope happens with Star Wars universe. If the last <laughs> Jedi, if the last Jedi is good, just straight up, just a good fucking Star Wars movie, I will forever shut my lip on Ryan Johnson. No, you can keep it open. That's fine. Even even if they're nitpicky things, just for the sake of like, I'm worried about what's yeah, like what's gonna happen with Luke? Because like again, seeing him at the end of Force Awakens, I was just like the like the potential there because they've already set it up to be so dark you know what i mean like the impending threat of the first order is is massive and like you know we already know that there's no jedi shit in the in the world even less than when luke found out about it which is fucking disconcerting to begin with you know it just it's starting the scales of storytelling are starting to tip uh you know where where fucking you know the prequels where we didn't want them to be and then from the originals where they just were they made so much sense and now we're getting a mix of the two so now it's just like it's wavering a little too much for my comfort <laughs> and it's probably the nerdiest thing that i've ever said but, <laughs> it's but not it's like i just so, i'm just afraid but ray ray is the focus here ray is is what's important uh, yeah and through everything we're still getting we're getting that ray you know, quote unquote, of light that. Oh, good that, one! I saw what you did there. We need uh, <laughs> that. We need that. We need. Um, I've, I've Ray, Poe, and Finn—all monosyllabic names on purpose, yeah. probably. What's up with Finn? Oh, here's our one black character. We don't know what to do with him. Moving on. Well, you don't know that yet. We'll see what happens with him. I know. I know. But... I think he's going to become a pilot with <laughs> Poe. They're going to have a bromance. Yeah, I hope he's a secret that'd Jedi. That'd be cool. I hope he's like I hope he's like Wedge Antilles, and he just needs a little more help. He has a little form amazing, sensitivity, yeah. but yeah. he doesn't really know how to bring it forth. Whereas like Ray was super sensitive to the Force, and like could just be like on a whim, just like use it. Yeah, which I thought was awesome. I know a lot of people were like, "How could you use the Force?" Blah blah blah. I was like, "How can people just pick up guitars and fucking know how to play them and never played them before?" It happens. It's in the real world. It's in the real world, bro. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I mean, I've met I'm people who don't draw. Who don't, as we speak. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've met people who don't draw ever, and I'm like, God damn it, that's pretty fucking good. If you don't draw ever, like I draw all the time. Yeah. And I, some people are just like, no, so I just doodle, and you're like, fuck, man, fuck you, you know. <laughs> so I mean, there are people out there like that. I never had a problem with it. That's how I like when that scene happened. Yeah. I was like, the force is stronger in some people. I believe. Um, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> I believe yeah, Ray's got, I, some, I, I, Ray's got something going on. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. That fucking like, oh man, that scar thing <laughs> bugs me. Like, yeah. I just, I like what kind of director or someone who like has seen like something that comes before his film is like, 
like it's fucking J.J. Abrams too. Like J.J. Abrams makes. I mean, there's some movies I don't really care for, but for the most part, J.J. is like on top of his fucking game, making blockbuster after blockbuster, and he's like. JJ, I think you made a bad choice. Let me change the scar. I just well, like, what's man, his name? Some... Mark Hamill said that he had a lot of reservations about the Force Awakens script, and then he said in that yeah. same article, he said, "I feel like I was wrong about that." Ultimately, mm, I still think Mark Hamill's ending would have been cooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. I would have loved for him to just like the first time you see Luke is just this like like kind of like that far away shot in uh, Last Jedi where they're training but Luke like walking over to like a battered X-Wing like his old X-Wing and you're like fuck that's his X-Wing you know and like he gets yeah. in it and like R2 like no one knows where R2 is he's not just in the fucking corner R2's rolling behind him you're like it's fucking Luke yeah. Skywalker motherfucker and like he that gets in there and R2. then he fly, and then it's just like cut you know, it's cut, and then other oh, things are happening. You totally forget about that scene. So sad. And then he sees low. He see he either it's him and Leia, or he just shows up on the Star Killer base, and he like run. You see him like a tear up or a tear below, like Ray and Finn, and he like looks is like Kylo jabs the sword into him. We all would have fucking lost it, man. I would have been crying. I would have been so excited. So many fucking emotions, man. Yeah. I, I honestly think that's the way it should have been. Like I like for I love Force Awakens, but I could have used a lot more fucking Luke Skywalker instead of like the fucking end. Like that's all he could have done. Like he could have done that. He didn't even have to fight anyone. He could have just like gotten in, got in the Millennium Falcon or like you know picked up Ray or something, and then they dr- flew to the yeah. island. No talking. Just like anything. I just right. don't like I I just don't get like the silence at the end like, just, like I know you kind of you kind of want him to say something anything yeah. like I I love the expression because it's like it, like when I looked at it it's like all the stuff that had just happened in the movie we just watched he was also watching it with us through the force and he was equally like well yeah. fuck I could have right. done all these things but I didn't have the foresight or you you know something so I, like I like the scene but I also was just like. God, just a little Luke Skywalker action would have been cool. Just like, come on. I yeah, I always feel like they, they, they held they held you don't on have to they, go full mast. Jesus, they held they held on Luke a little like a half a second too long or something in a couple of those shots at the end. Where his, his lip his lip quivers a little too much at the end. Yeah, it's like, it dude, I, it's like, I know this is it's supposed like the to be epic. Top at the end of Inception. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's another thing. His lip. But, once his lip, once his lip quivers in an awkward way, then it cuts out. <laughs> then it's it's time to end it. Yeah, I don't you know, know, man. Kevin but Kevin Smith shit. Kevin Smith is upholding the idea that Ray is Luke's daughter. I noticed in his. I know he says it. He says it out loud. They haven't yeah, told him shit. They know he talks too much. I think they might yeah. have shown him one thing, but yeah. they haven't. I don't think they that's fucking. His, that's his. That's his personal belief, right? As of that's his personal right belief. Now. I think yeah. to me that comes off as a bit too easy, but if, if it that is the yeah. truth, then it's not going to ruin it. I think it's more likely that ruin it for me either. Has a relation to Obi Wan, maybe. I that would be so. cooler. That would be cooler to me. Yeah. That would you be know, much like, cooler. If you think about this, where we're at with fucking, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, where we're at with fucking Star Wars at this point, like Obi Wan Kenobi is the only fucking hero in this entire universe. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just been brought to their knees, where Obi Wan is just like. This is our purpose. This is our fucking, you know. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He he chose I, to die or let himself become one with the Force. He's the only guy that's well, done if that. He, if that he we've seen. What was, if he would have known what was gonna happen, he probably did. He would have probably done it earlier. At this point, Brian <laughs> Johnson. I mean, fuck. 
we're missing. I don't know. You don't know. You haven't seen it yet. I, I know you I don't think, like that guy. I think guy. it's gonna be good. I like. But this it. is it's the just, fun it's, thing of speculation. And, yeah. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. Speculation, and we'll see. I. I love Star Wars, man. Let's just. <laughs> I want an Obi Wan. I want one Obi Wan movie. Oh, with you and McGregor as Obi Wan, like you could yeah, do it at any point, really, because you could do it at any point in between him being young and him being old. That would be amazing. I haven't even thought give, about that. Give it a couple years. That weapon is your life. Like, <laughs> I mean, you could do one now and then wait a couple years and then do another fucking one. Like, I'd love to see Obi Wan yeah, on the run. Awesome. Like, like just like the Adrian McGregor is now. Like he has to go like leave Tatooine. Yeah. Tattooing for some constant, reason. Constant threats. To yeah, because that's the of thing. Luke. Oh, that'd be fucking incredible. That would be great. And then I would love to see him older, like right before like A New Hope. And it's just like a fucking Western, like fucking Yojimbo or some shit. Fuck he like has yeah, to do. Dude. Like it's just like, it's like the Logan oh. movie or something, you know? Just like. Ian McGregor. Get this old Obi Wan protecting protecting luke one more time before we see a yeah, new hope or we, something like an infant like a toddler luke or something <laughs> with a little with a little reference to the rogue one events and you'd be like holy fuck yeah. it's all tied together because uh, like in rebels oh, when that final Lord. when he fought darth maul oh, uh, i don't know yet i don't know oh, yet. Dude. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't i haven't finished dude it's been season. out long enough you should have finished it i haven't finished the season <laughs> fuck I, I'm really interested to see what you think of the final battle because yeah. uh, I, I, I heard ha- a lot of people don't dig it, but I like that's usually when I tend to like something. <laughs> it's I will just say it's very samurai like. Oh yes, it's not I'm like a normal rebel. Catching up tonight, baby. It's not like a normal like uh, Star Wars long drawn out ordeal. Oh. Which I, I, I always, I always, lot, a lot of people were like in the first movies. Well. Even in the prequels, the way that they did some things, like Jango Fett's death, you know, that was very samurai film to me. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was a little handled, a little sloppy, but like I always appreciated that, like you know, it was like those strikes, you know, the step forward and strike down, you know, like those were the deaths, those were the sword battles. It was more psychological, it was more mental than more ballet, the way that the prequels were. You know, it seems like they're gonna go for a mix of both, and that's like another thing to speculate upon with the fucking next film, like. It seems like we're going to get a lot, a lot, a lot more lightsaber action. That would I mean, be I, I, a welcome twist or whatever. Yeah, not twist, yeah. but... So whether or know, not it's more, from it's Rogue more One simple, anyway. it's more minimalist like the original trilogy, or it's more uh, ballet-like. Dance. If this is the second one and they're following the same pattern that they, that they did before, where the second one is the darkest, it's, it's you know the darkest before the dawn... Yeah then the the ending of this one is going to be quite dark yeah uh maybe they'll yeah. switch up the pattern who knows but yeah. star wars kind of set the set the stage for having that pattern you know finn was in all right so maybe this is looking too, too deeply into it but finn was 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 pretty much covered in all white the machine the pod that he was in was all white you know what i mean where's the um, back to know. tank at yeah, right. but I don't. I don't know if this is a theory that's become yet. But but the 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 potential of Finn being like me and Maddie, I think talked about it a little bit. But the potential of Finn being like some kind of like like spy, like plant, like imperial traitor or whatever. Because there's that moment between him and Kylo Ren where he kind of like it's either he senses like this dude's going to be pivotal in the next course of my life, or they know something between each other. Anyway, just throwing it out there. I mean. <laughs> I, I mean, at any point, I think 
I mean, Poe and Finn are the like wild cards, you know, like yeah, yeah. Because we kind of know Ray's like Ray's gonna train in this one. She's gonna be with Luke. Kylo's gonna train with Snoke. They're gonna be together, and there's obviously gonna be a fight between all of them, or at least Kylo and the Knights of Ren are gonna fight Luke and Ray and all that. But yeah. it's like I don't even know where to start even speculating with Finn or even Poe at this point. Because yeah. I mean, Poe was supposed to die like in the Force Awakens, and then JJ was like, "No, nah, we're gonna keep you alive," and he's like, "Oh, good." You know, yeah. um, greatest so, decision anybody's probably ever made. So yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be that interesting, like the man. those stories, and plus the he's added that that Asian lady as a new character, and then there's some other Rose. character we haven't even seen yet who could be a Sith or a oh, villain okay. or some kind of bounty hunter yeah. or something. Yeah. So I'm interested to see who um, Laura Dern is playing in in the this next one. Yeah, I love me some Laura Dern, baby. It'd be cool if she was some kind of Sith Sith or like because i know that like um in some star wars in the universe there's always been like sometimes they'll have like the the sith lord will have like you know like they'd have kylo ren and then maybe another one yeah like as backup or something in case like the one they're really jockeying for is like no this guy's kind of fucking up a little bit he's not that evil yeah like uh dooku yeah would be a good example of that because like dooku took took over pretty quick after well we all thought maul was dead or maul failed him since maul's had more of a thank god for the fucking people who brought darth maul back yeah (laughs) fucking hell what a great fucking villain that you did did nothing with they did a great job with with him and and rebels dave filoni i think he's part of the story group now who's handling the overall scope of things like this they need to give that guy he's the truest star wars fan that has ever lived i think it's crazy the references he pulled like you'll yeah. just see a character and you're like holy fuck dude you are a star yeah. wars fan it's amazing the shows are fucking amazing ends with season four coming up uh they just yeah it comes out which, and... which is fine because it seems like they're going to just play into the evolution of these stories and move on to the next thing i think the next thing is going to be more female character centric they're um, also doing that live Disney action Channel. show so yeah 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 that too fuck yeah it's coming baby I mean, I'm excited for all the Star Wars, but am I gonna hate oh, on some yeah. things? Yes. Yeah. I want to stay positive. I wanted to, and then Stefan, you put those doubts in my mind. Like <laughs> and Ryan Johnson put the, the doubts voice in my of mind. reason. <laughs> there you go. I guess that's more accurate. <laughs> just kidding. I just calls it likes or sees it. How do you do out. it? I wouldn't fucking. Uh, what do you say? I wouldn't bet on that horse. With the other guy's money. I, I definitely thought it would, like, when they announced him, I was like, what a weird choice, but, I mean, I was okay. Just like, I was like, fuck! Like, <laughs> probably heard me a few houses over. Fuck! The birds flew out of the trees. That was not a good day for no. Stefan. The day the start, the trailer dropped was not a good day for you either, or the yeah. teaser. I mean, I think, I think that I'm generally kind of cranky, but... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I uh, it's hard. I wish I wasn't here right now. I wish I was like in December, in a lot of ways. I just wish I knew what to think. You want to know if you're vindi- if you're vindicated or not. You're, vindicated, uh... and I'm even even to the point that I'm like, all right, Ryan Johnson, you've won me over. That's a good movie. That's the one Ryan Johnson movie I like. <laughs> you know. Like... <laughs> But all I can think is that this is the fucking dude who directed The Brothers Bloom. God damn, man. Probably the second worst movie I've ever seen in my life. 
What's the first? What's the first? Uh, Zigzag, directed by David Goyer, starring Wesley Snipes. Well, Jesus. And it's like it's the same thing. It's just like I just like you know. It's like when you see somebody and you don't trust him, but he's like a, a friend of your good friend. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I think the worst <laughs> movie I ever seen was <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered. Really? I, I God, enjoy I... Freddy Got Fingered more than Shoot 'Em Up. That's for sure. I never saw Shoot 'Em Up. Shoot 'Em Up is probably the third worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Clive Owen. I, good yeah. riddance. Clive I mean, Owen. I've watched some shitty movies, man. Like Clive Owen. Anyway. You know. What's up next? I don't, I don't get the uh, people just watching shitty movies over and over again just because they're shitty. It's like, don't you ever yeah. want to watch something good? Like, yeah. like, I get watching a shitty movie because you're like, oh, yeah, I want to see this. It's supposed to be terrible. But it's yeah. like some people, that's all. That's like, that's their yeah. shit. And I can't get into it. I don't enjoy The Room. You know that movie, The Room? Oh, yeah, because like, it's it, a terrible fucking movie. It's terrible. It's so bad, but I don't enjoy the, like, kitsch of appreciating it for how bad it is. I just, No, like, it's like, I'm you made... Like, this is, ugh, the torture. thing that I, The <laughs> thing I... Like, because James Franco just made that movie about the filming of The Room, right? Like, yeah. he's in it, he plays Tommy Wiseau, and, like, his oh, brother really? plays... What the yeah. fuck? That's going to be like, a good movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to... It's going to definitely be... The Room is more enjoyable than Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. Uh, to me. Uh, I disagree. Did you want some sausage? I'm a huge fan of Tom Green, though. I like I know, like this a, show. I just thought Freddy that Got Fingered is a raging anti-comedy. I totally get it. Yeah. What was that movie with fucking, <laughs> um, like, I think Steve-O was in it? Or no, 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 no. no. The you new guy, of, maybe. Uh, DJ Qualls? Yeah. With Tom, oh, God. Uh, that's that, that's one of the worst movies ever. Road no, trip, no. I, not uh, not Road Trip, another one. DJ Qualls is the main, main guy. The new guy. The new guy. I hate that movie, man. Yeah, that movie sucks. Dude, I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's fucking terrible. But Stealing Harvard with Tom Green and... I never saw that. Fucking... Uh, oh, it's got... Fuck, yeah, fuck, what's the guy's name? Mallrats. Mallrats, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Ah, Brody. Anyway. Oh, uh, Not a great uh, movie uh, either. Jason I, Lee. Jason, Jason Lee. Lee, yeah. Uh, Mumford. You guys ever see Mumford? Mumford great, is great. Great Jason Lee movie. Happens to be uh, vaguely familiar. I forgot. So uh, good. It's such a great movie. It's about a guy who's practicing psychiatry in the small town illegally and all the crazy characters. And Jason Lee plays this like tech billionaire who's doesn't know what to do with this time. Dude, like, I think I saw this robot girlfriend. It's awesome. Such a good movie. Yeah. God, I think um, I saw this, but I forgot all about it until now. <laughs> anyway, tangent upon tangent. Yes, yeah, a tangent within a tangent. We just we just did Inception some tangents. Um, it's all a right. tangent within a tangent within a tangent. Mm, indeed. How do I know when I get out? Anyway, that was a Rick that, and Morty play. If anybody that pin that. starts to drop. That's how you know. Uh, okay, I guess that's it, guys. I mean, that's all I have in my docket, unless you got anything else. Yeah. Um, I'm good, Maddie. I don't know if I have. They posted a photo of the Neomorph from Alien Covenant. Just the oh, back yeah. of it, like with its oh. head tilted to the side a little bit, but its face is hidden. I, I ain't seen it. Psyched. Yeah. Does it look new and different or similar? Or how would you uh, it? looks it? like, uh, I mean, I mean, it's... obviously it looks like an alien sort of, yeah. um, because it keeps with that design, but it's like white, like stark white, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it hides and like, 
how I, I don't know. I mean, it looks interesting. I mean, it's not a it's not like from the concept art I've seen of what it, its face could look like. It looks way more terrifying than say like the baby thing at the end of Alien Resurrection, which is like let's never do that again because that was a terrible creature. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's good. I I don't know. I mean, it looks cool to me. I'm excited to see like yeah. if there's a neomorph xenomorph battle because i think that's gonna be if they do that that'll be fucking great Um, they just start tonguing at each other i don't don't (laughs) even know if the neo it's so erotic (laughs) geiger wins again he's based the head on a dick didn't he yeah (laughs) everything's based on a dick and a vagina and a butthole dude like (laughs) that's not just speaking about geiger that's me in my life I love butthole creatures. Welcome to Superhouse. Our space is my favorite character ever yeah. drawn. Butthole but creatures not. from Mars fights the Atoxic Avenger. A Superhouse production. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen next, bro. But, yeah. but Alien Covenant does look cool. I'm uh, I'm hoping he makes yeah, up for Prometheus. I, I'm really excited for it too, man. I like. I am. Can't say that. Mm-hmm. Did Did you guys watch any of the little short like crew videos that they've the made? They've like shit. inter they've interlaced like some foot like some footage like some fast footage. You can't really tell what's going on, but it's like people dying in the background. But it's just like them like sending a message to people at home back on Earth. It's pretty cool. Oh, I saw the headline for that, but I was at work and yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think anything else. No. Uh, I just gotta watch that Cloak and Dagger trailer now. You should. I watched half of I think it. It looks dope. I think the actors look good too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know they, if I'm sold in half a trailer. <clears throat> um, well, you will. But, but I'll watch it either way because yeah. it's Marvel, and why not? Yes. All right, and that was episode sixty-eight. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. Where are my glip clops at? Well, there you have it, folks. And unfortunately, we didn't come close to our goal. Not by a long shot. I so wanted to see this go the other way. What a shame. I'm really going to miss these boys. Oh, and also, do remember to check out the Superhouse YouTube page for oodles of juicy original content. Get it while you can. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, take a bow. Yeah! What? <laughs> <laughs> The Joker. I should have known. Sorry I'm late, boys. I was catching up on the latest Superhouse episodes. Here, let me untie you. Ow. My head. The Joker can't hurt you anymore. Thanks, Batman. I thought we were goners for sure. What can we do to ever repay you, Batman? No need to fret. Just come over here and give Big Bat Daddy some cuddles. We'll be right back.